Okay, praise the Lord. So this episode of Say No to the Works of the Flesh is will be hosted by um, Pastor Chimdi and Pastor Funke of Chimdi Aona Ministry International. Praise God. Um, the key scriptures we're going to be using for our discussion on this campaign, this spiritual campaign, is um, Galatians 5, verse 19 to 20. Um, reading from the King James Version, it says, Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies. We also have verse 21 says, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like, of which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they we do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Our goal is to raise many to completeness in Christ as a ministry, and we trust God, you listener, that you will be one of those who will inherit the kingdom of God. So please join us in all of our episodes. Tell a friend, tell a family, and join us, and we all together get the necessary informations, be well armed for you know to, to, to stand against the practice of the works of the flesh. God bless you. Welcome to this episode of the spiritual campaign that say no to works of the flesh. Now this is a campaign that by the help of the Holy Spirit um, is geared at helping the church of Jesus say no to the operations of the works of the flesh. You know the works of the flesh are evident in our daily lives and our daily operations and most of the times we never know when we just get into um, working in these works of the flesh. And so this campaign is stuck that we knowing what they are because you know over the years in the church of Jesus we have thought a lot of things but we've not really taken our time to teach on the works of the flesh so we can know what these things are like they say what is known can kill you amen so the purpose of this is for us to know what the works of the flesh are and then know how to prevent ourselves from operating in these works of the flesh amen to jesus once again i welcome you to this campaign this is say no to works of the flesh and you know we're going to be understanding you know in the course of this teaching what the works of the flesh and this campaign the works of the flesh are we're going to be examining every one of them one after the other we're going to take time to examine them to know them and then so in this light we will not fall victims of these deceptive acts of the devil remember the devil is deceptive he beguiled Eve in the garden of eden and he always tries to beguile us so this is why we must know the works of the flesh and also take deliberate action by the help of the holy spirit and the dependence on the grace of god to say no to works of the flesh Right, today we are um, continuing our study on um, saying no to works of the flesh and um, today we are going to be focusing on uh, another work of the flesh um, called witchcraft. I believe that um, when we hear witchcraft it rings a bell. Um, witchcraft is not um, um, a, a, a strange word to many of us both in the western region and everywhere witchcraft exists and so um, when we hear witchcraft most of the times something comes to heart 
everyone just has a picture of witchcraft we're going to be studying witchcraft and i'm going to be understanding it as it relates to the work of the flesh now and um, the reason why we have to study this is because you know um the, the apostle paul the, the book of galatians was reaching to the christians in, um, in, in galatia are we together now so um it means that it was written to believers this book was written to believers in the lord jesus not to unbelievers now when we hear of witchcraft most of the time what comes to mind is people that are not saved witches and wizards evil people well now witchcraft it happens to be a work of the flesh and it is this is written to believers in the lord jesus leading to born again christian and one of the things i always bring to mind whenever we have to share fellowship is that these books written by paul were written to believers not to unbelievers romans corinthians ephesians galatians they were all written to believers in the lord jesus not to unbelievers. So when we say witchcraft here, we're talking about witchcraft operating among believers. Yeah, I know you may not like to hear that, some of you may not like to hear, but these things operate among believers. Amen to Jesus. Amen. And the earlier we tell ourselves the truth, one of the things I believe, the Bible says you shall know truth, and the truth shall set you free. One of the things I believe in life is telling myself the truth. And um, it helps me a lot. Um, that's what you call, you know, we, 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 we have what we call um, 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 examining, examining yourself. And Apostle Paul tells us to examine ourselves. We're talking about examining ourselves. We're talking about telling ourselves the truth. Lord, this is what I'm actually experiencing. Lord, this is what I'm going through. It's not lack of faith. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. When you tell yourself, okay, Lord, this is between me and you. Physically, this is what I'm going through. Now, from your word, this is what your word provides for me. And so, I'm now going to enforce your word against what I'm going through. It's self-examination. And the, the psalmist also, in Psalms chapter 15, puts it this way, as speaking, you know, the truth to ourselves. Exactly. Speaking the truth in ourselves. Yeah. You know, so every work of the flesh spoken about can be practiced by believers in the Lord Jesus if we allow the flesh to rule us. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. It's possible. It can be practiced. See, this one thing, and there's something somebody once said. He said, the first thing to do as when you relate with yourself as a born again Christian is to understand that you are a human being. The Bible says, put not your trust in the arm of flesh. It will fail you. Understand that you are a human being. Then understand your divine provisions. When we understand ourselves in this perspective, we can walk successfully as far as the Lord Jesus. If we don't do this, um, we're just going to be telling lies to ourselves. Yes, for the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, but we are still humans. For the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, yet we are still tempted. The Bible says, do, do, uh, for we have not the high priest who cannot be taught by the feelings of our infirmities. He was, though he was tempted at all times, yet without sin. That means he was still tempted. Are we together? We can all be tempted. We are humans, we can be tempted. We are humans, the flesh we want to overrule and override. Are we together? But knowing these truths, understanding these works of the flesh, you make us know where this is operating, where this is operating. I was doing a story today and I discovered that there was one spirit and then I was like, wow, this is a spirit. It is good to know, know the operations of these forces so you know how to deal with them. And this is our spiritual maturity, that's all. Alright, okay. Um, witchcraft is one of the work of the flesh and it's from the um, Greek word pharmakia. Pharmacia, pharmacia. Um, this is the root word, the root word for pharmacy. Amen. Uh, um, um, I believe that this is already striking a bell because 
many of us are beginning to say, wow, so you mean pharmacy is witchcraft? Uh, the practice of pharmacy is witchcraft. Pharmaceutical is a witchcraft. Amen to Jesus. All right, so now what is witchcraft? What is witchcraft actually? What is pharmacia? What is the root word for pharmacy? Um, Thea defines the term as the use of use or the administration of drugs, poisoning, sorcery, magical acts, often found in connection with idolatry and fostering it. So metaphorically, it's explained as deceptions and seductions of idolatry. So we have a, a, a bunch to deal with. Amen to Jesus. The use of drugs, um, poisoning, sorcery, magical acts, and is often found in connection with idolatry and fostering idolatry. And metaphorically, it means it means deception and seduction of what idolatry. Now, I believe that when we're dealing with Christians here, we should not be talking about sorcery, magical art. I believe that although it still happens in the church, you know, uh, a, 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 a minister of the gospel was preaching once and did an altar call for those who were holding charms. Charms basically is, uh, for those that, that are in the Western world, it's what you may call magical act, voodoo, and every other. And you had a large bunch of people, I mean, in their close to their hundreds, coming out to come and drop the champs in the church. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, so it's it happens, yeah, in the church. Uh, Minister of who said he was in the church, and he, he, he said he noticed that 98% of the people were, <laughs> were witches and wizards. And he said, if you're a witch, walk out, and the whole church was getting empty. And even a leader in the church was walking out too and was like, no, I mean, if you're, he said, but you said they're practicing which We are practicing witches. So it's in a church, I get what I'm saying. Yeah, but I, I want to believe that um, I'm talking with believers who are not practicing this. Amen to just sorcery and magical act, you know. So we're, we're, so we're looking at poisonings now and, um, you know, um, administering of drugs, amen, as it relates to, you know, witchcraft. Praise the Lord forevermore. Now, if you are in the other side, that is, magical art sorcery i uh please just stay out of it for a child of god is not befitting it's not befitting it's illegal it's illegal it's not just about befitting it's illegal it shouldn't be known amongst us the bible says that shouldn't be known amongst us you know apostle paul says it shouldn't be known amongst us you know and we see people now that now go to star reader ball you know, every of those things, Astrologer. astrologers to go, what are you going to read when you have the Bible to read? Amen. Why do you need, when you have the Holy Spirit to, to tell you what to do, why do you need um, 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 to act like Saul who went to meet the, um, the witch of Endom to awaken the spirit of Samuel, which was actually a lie? Amen. Deception. deception, exactly. I will say the word deception. It was actually, it was not the spirit of Samuel that came up. It was deception. Are we together? Yeah, so you don't need that. You don't need star reader, star gazers, and crystal ball readers, and astronomy, and everything. You don't need it. The Holy Spirit is enough. The Bible is more than enough. The Holy Spirit is more than enough. Amen to Jesus. Amen. All right, praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. to Jesus. All right, now, so, Thea's first definition for witchcraft does not imply that the use and administration of pharmaceutical drugs is negative because when medications are used and prescribed for the treatment, of the right amen they are good are you get what i'm saying the first um definition here is admission of drugs it doesn't mean that the stair is not saying that um 
the administration of drugs is negative or is, as it were, bad. So pharmacists are not actually bad. So, they are not actually yeah. practicing evil, evil yeah. profession. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not practicing <laughs> evil profession. And um, uh, let me see what witchcraft from the, a, you know, a white collar, a white collar perspective, <laughs> or a white a white garment, a white cloth uh, perspective. Praise God. That so it's not, it's not, it's not here. It's not saying that. Praise God for more. All right. Um, so, um, um, witchcraft, however, um, however, witchcraft sets in when drugs are abused. Drug abuse is um, actually witchcraft. Amen to Jesus. That's what witchcraft is. Drug, drug abuse. Now, we, we had situation of you know, people taking um, cereals that are meant to be used for other, um, you know, ailments, and if you just begin to take it in like that, it's witchcraft. Amen. Um, I saw a video how they were mixing some medications with juice, and when people took this thing, they were knocked off. That is witchcraft. So either being served or serving yourself, you know, is the practice of witchcraft. In fact, you know, uh, when people over, overdose, yeah. it's the practice of witchcraft. And when people commit suicide by overdosing, sorry to say, not sorry to say, it's actually witchcraft that led to that. So, you abused the drug and committed suicide. You actually practiced witchcraft to die. Overdose. Yeah. So... Act of witchcraft and to take your life yeah. when you did not give it to yourself. Mm. So you, you, it's actually when you say, Ah, people, witchcraft, 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 but the only thing is when people they fly with a broom like they pose it in the Western world, where people fly and stand on and transform out <laughs> or they let people know. When you decide to take drugs, overdose, and kill yourself, yeah, it was witchcraft that killed you. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Is that serious? You see, it's depression. No, depression operated through witchcraft. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. Now, so, such abuse can arise as a result of either overdose or even underuse of drugs. Are you get what I'm saying? Now, so it also means that um, when we are giving medications, um, if you have to, you know, take a medication, God is a healer, but he could also use medicines. Are we together? He gave us doctors. He gave us... Um, the medicines for our use, the herbs, like you say, giving us all green herbs. I get what I'm saying. The herbs are given for our use, and most of our medications come from the herbs, the back of trees, and everything that. You get it now. So, when God gives us that, we don't underuse or overuse, just take the, pres- the, the prescribed dosage. I get what I'm saying. Because if you overdose, you, 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 you hurt yourself, you use that witchcraft as a result of witchcraft, you hurt your body. If you underdose, you also hurt your body. Are we together? Amen. Now, so, um. Overuse of drug is the end result of overdependence on drugs, and this is poisonous. I you get what I'm saying. Now, overdose is, is it, you know, sometimes you see, see some believers, even any little headache, they are taking a painkiller. Any little headache, they are taking a, any little ache, they are taking a painkiller. Now, that shows overdependence on drugs and lack of dependence on God. We are not saying you should not use medications at all. For example, I, for one, when I feel pains in my body, I know that I've overstressed myself. So what I start trying to do is that I start trying to rest. Rest. 
and rest. And if I give myself the needed rest I need, the, the pain disappears. But some of the times, people are just in a hurry to take drugs. What if it could be a signal from your body telling you that you have overstressed it? Now, if you suppress that signal, are you getting what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you've been able to suppress that signal and you are still moving on. The next thing that happens is that the person just dies like that. Most of the time, pains come to our body as signals. We are not to quickly seek to suppress the signals. We are to attend to them. What is this pain trying to t- communicate to me? You attend, you, you attend to it. It could be stop, it could be wait, it could be, it could be danger. Exactly. It could be give attention. Exactly. It come in different ways. It come in different ways. So when the pain comes, don't just be in a hurry to suppress the pain. Or ignore it. Or ignore it. Give attention to it. As you're giving attention to it, enforcing God's word in the place of prayer, declaring God's word to yourself, then if the Lord wants you to go see a, med- a medical practitioner, fine, you're good. But at the end of the day, you do the necessaries. Not just either suppressing by just quickly. And another thing is over-the-counter medication. Some of us are good at doing. You don't no prescription, you just feel the pain, you just quickly go over the counter and you buy. I just I just feel like I should take um, paracetamol. I'm feeling the pain. You don't just quickly do that. You have to give attention, not suppress pains. Pains are signals. Pains are signals sent from the brain to our body, saying there's something wrong. And we have to give attention to it. But, um, biologically speaking, praise God forevermore. All right, so, um, all right. God wants us to be, God wants to be our all in all, our first and last resort, and the one we absolutely depend on. Are you get what I'm saying? So when we over-depend on drugs, it means that God is no longer all in all. He's not our first and last resort. Are you getting what I'm saying? Drugs are our first and last resort. Are you getting me? But that's not what God wants. He wants to be our all in all. Even before you even take a medication, I remember when I was diagnosed with it. The first, sorry, the first said it was cancer. Later they said it was tumor, ultrasound, sudaidrosid, and every of that. Long story short, the day I was operated on, I was discharged by the miracle working power of God. And the, the consultant just came and said, Okay, this is not a tumor, she said. It's just an infection. Just keep putting him on drugs and I'll come back. And she'll come back in two weeks for, for a checkup. When they placed me on the drug, I still remember these capsules. They were green. I took it to my dad. I said, Daddy, these drugs are not going to heal me. Just bless them. Let me take them. Because if these drugs are to heal me, I was here on that matter for like three months. They had to refer me from um, one hospital to another to a teaching hospital. So if they to heal me, I should have, they should have given me from the beginning. Are you get what I'm saying? So I didn't depend on the drugs. I depended on the Lord. And long story short, the whole, the whole thing disappeared forever and ever. Praise the Lord forevermore. Hallelujah to you. So we have to depend on God. He wants to be our all in all. Not depending on medication. Some of us are so fast to take medications. Talk to the Lord first before you talk before you talk to the medication. Are you getting what I'm saying? And even if you talk to your doctor, first speak to the Lord. If so, the Lord can even lead you to the right doctor. Do you know people have met doctors and they have met their dooms? They've met doctors and they have met their destruction. We have to ask the Lord. Stop talk to the Lord. Amen. Amen. As believers, when we need relief or treatment, and our first resort is physical medications instead of the word of God and prayers. It reveals to us that we are dependent on physical medications, not on God and His Word. Are you get what I'm saying? Now, this shows that we are flesh-led and not spirit-led believers. God has to be the first. The first point of call. A little prayer before you think of the medication. Are you get what I'm saying? Although we need physical medications where the need arises, our first resource should not be physical medications. Our first resource must be God. 
via his word and prayer. We are spiritual people. Are you get what I'm saying? Yeah. We are spiritual people and we must behave in that way. However, if the need arises for us to resort to physical medications, while we resort to them, we must trust in God and not the medications for our healing and restoration of what? Health. When you meet any sincere doctor, they tell you we treat but God heals. That's what they tell you. Now, so if God is the healer, why do you not depend and put your life on the hands of what? The treater. When he can only but treat, not heal. So we commit our lives to the Lord and then we what? Take advice when need be from the what? Doctors. Are we together? Yes. You know? This truth also applies to every area of our lives. We must trust God and not medications. We must, when I talk about medications, there are different kind of medications. Some of us have, they, they, are, they, are, they are tablets, they are therapies. Are you getting what I'm saying? Even the herbal ones. The herbal ones. The herbal, we must trust God, not the medications. We must trust God. Some of us have said, no, no, no. I just, I just, I, 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 I believe in the herbal ones. I don't have a problem with you believing in the herbal drugs. But you have to trust God. Because you say God gave us green. He was the one who gave the green herbs. If he didn't give, the herbs will not be there. And if he removes healing from the equation, the herbs will just be, you know, some leaves that have no value. So we must trust God, not medication. Putting absolute trust on medication is a practice of witchcraft. That's the practice of witchcraft. Absolute trust. You know, I've seen cases where the people come and they are healed by the power of God. And when they show you the medications they take, you wonder, how can someone take this kind of things? A pile of medications. I wonder, how can someone take this kind of things? Now, you know, when you see such situations, you get to understand that you don't trust in medications. You trust in God. You take them where they need when, when, when you, are, when they are prescribed for you. But your absolute trust must be in the Lord. Moving your trust from God medication is a practice of witchcraft and this we must avoid as believers in the Lord Jesus yeah, so, so it's not just uh, taking um, overdose or taking uh, underdose. underdose but also trusting yeah. and this could be through another party for an individual uh, a believer himself yeah. yeah so yes you said uh, the practice of pharmacy itself is not evil but even a pharmacist, okay, that is so used to the practice and decided, okay, I'll be when someone just comes with a headache, I give this. When someone comes with stomach, I give this. Because he wants to sell. Just because he wants to sell. And yeah. you know, like I've had some experiences before. You go to some pharmacies and then some just want to sell, you know, some goods. Okay, so they tell you buy this, buy this, buy this, buy this. And I'm wondering why do I need all this yeah. for my child? Yeah. You know. Though I'm not, but I, I, I can't, you know, by the help of those people, you kind of, you kind of sense that this person is just trying to sell this product, yeah. not actually prescribing the right, you know, medication. Exactly. So, you know, there are different ways this practice of witchcraft can operate. Yeah. And so we have to be careful. Yeah. It's overdose, it's underdose, and it's trusting. Yeah. And then, um, I, I don't know, but maybe the subsequent uh, discussion on witchcraft, even selfishness, you know, can, can, can lead to uh, the practice of witchcraft. Yeah, yeah. Greed and selfishness can, can lead to it. So it, it's very important. We must, as Christians, as followers of the Lord Jesus, as those who are practicing pharmacy, 
we must also put this into cognizance. Yes, we know you want to make money, but you don't do that to the extreme where you now practice witchcraft, where you make somebody buy what you know that is not important, or you know you may not need, or because you want to sell something, you may not even prescribe precisely. So this could be very detrimental to the practice of witchcraft. So both on the side of those who are practicing the pharmaceutical operation, um, profession and those who are on the receiving side, we must trust God. My brother, pharmacist, God will provide for your business. He will bless your business. You see, God gave these things. He gave you the, the, knowledge, the knowledge to study pharmacy. He gave you the pharmacy. You opened the pharmacy. You think it's your money. No, he did it. So he's going to prove, he's going to bless the business. You don't need to practice witchcraft for the business to grow. I get what I'm saying. And my brother, uh, patient, they trust God before you even trust the, pharma, the, the medication. And why taking the medication? Keep trusting God for your healing. So I think, again, it's important for us to, you know, have it behind our mind that uh, witchcraft is not just the administ- administration of drugs, you know, poisoning and um, the act of sorcery and magical acts. But the fact that these four components are in connection with idolatry or they are fostered by idolatry. Yeah. And what is idolatry? Simply, uh, you're putting something else first, you know, uh, in place of God. Yeah. G- giving the love of and God. the trust that belongs to God to something, something else. else. Okay. So that, that's it. It's as simple as that. If God first is not what comes to your mind when there's a pain, if God first is not what comes to your mind when it's a situation, yeah, yeah, then you are, you know, whatsoever is moving you is being fostered by idolatry. Witchcraft, yeah, yeah. And before you know, you are already on the path of witchcraft. witchcraft. Yeah. So these are the things we have to, by the help of the Holy Spirit, be watchful of and be careful about, so that we don't fall into this box of the flesh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so basically, uh, like we said, we are taking our time to examine this, so we help ourselves. Um, a much more fruitful Christian life is what we desire here on earth, so that we can get the best that God has for us and we can fulfill destiny. The Christian life can be enjoyed if we just know how to walk with the Holy Spirit. And that's the reason for this little, little um, information we are passing across, so that Christians can you know, become more informed, in the, especially in this busy world where most of the time we don't have time to sit down and study, and we don't have time to sit down for a long sermon. On the go, you can learn and you can improve your Christian life. And I believe this has really been a great addition to someone's Christian life today. Yeah. All right. Once again, um, thank you for um, staying with us. And um, we trust God that this um, information is going to be very helpful to you and to be helpful to as many as you share it with. Do well to please share this information with others so we can get many Christians growing in the revelation of you know, um, Christ Jesus. Thank you for your time. God bless you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Say No to the Works of the Flesh. Uh, we want to, you know, adjourn you to please join in the spread of this truth uh, by freely liking the episode 
and uh, sharing amongst your friends on Spotify, on on Google Podcasts, and every other listening platforms you are listening to us from. God bless you. Wow. Beloved, thanks for listening to Grace Life Komi Podcasts. We believe that you've been blessed via this episode. We request that you also remain connected to us via our other social media handles on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, and YouTube. We are Grace Life Komi on all these platforms. Also, for more information about the ministry of Pastor Chimdi and Funke Oahuna, kindly visit chimdioahunaministry.org. You can also send us your requests and testimonies via email today through chimdioahunaministry at gmail.com. We are dedicated to feeding your spirit man with spiritual meals that we edify, equip, and engender your growth in the knowledge of God. Remain connected to Grace Life Komi. God bless you. Jesus is Lord.